like Mussolini and Zayali. I'm a cult of personality. Welcome to the O Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, CW. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. Make sure to hit that bell on YouTube to subscribe to the podcast. We're also on Spotify and Amazon Music and all your favorite podcasting apps. But YouTube is apparently our main focus these days. So head on over to our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash at OH Wrestling. Today, we're talking about CM Punk, his return to WWE, and wrestlers with, with licensed music for entrances. It's a very packed show. I better get started. It's only 10 minutes of wrestling talk. So, CM Punk made his way back to WWE. His first promo uh, in the ring, he said, I guess hell froze over, right? I think that's what everyone's been saying. And uh, I did an episode about CM Punk, I don't know, months ago. And I don't remember exactly what I said because I do so many of these. But I know I said that, or I probably said that he shouldn't go back to WWE. But in post uh, Survivor Series, the only thing I could think of was it's good business. It's good business for WWE. It's good business for the wrestling business. And it opens up a lot of opportunities moving forward for some of the major stars like Cody, who is apparently now in a feud with Nakamura, which is not going to go well because they did not build Nakamura up to be a threat at all after he lost to uh, Seth Rollins twice. I think he beat Ricochet and then he moved on to Otis and Chad Gable. And now he's going after Cody. I mean, the jump from Alpha Academy to Cody is wild to me. But that's beyond the point. Now that CM Punk is here and there's more star power on Raw, I would assume he's going to stick around on the red brand. Uh, Cody could potentially shuffle his way over to SmackDown so he can, quote unquote, finish the story in the road to WrestleMania, which we are currently on, folks. We're there. Who would have thunk it? We're already, we're already sprinting towards Royal Rumble, which is then catapulting us to WrestleMania, where people are still thinking Cody is going to get that that top Mania 40 spot against Roman to take that title. I hope he gets it for him. I mean, because if he doesn't, what was the point? But now that CM Punk is here, he has the opportunity to kind of move over. CM Punk has a nice road ahead of him where he can take on Seth Rollins because there's obviously some animosity there, both uh, shoot and work animosity. Uh, it's in kayfabe and in reality. So there is a possibility that CM Punk takes on Seth Rollins for the world title at Mania. You know, they could work towards that. It could be uh, the Royal Rumble is not the place for that match because the Rumble is going to take up so much time and everyone's energy. No one's going to have the, you know, the brain capacity to, to manage uh, CM Punk versus Seth Rollins heavyweight match. But uh, definitely a Mania match. Um, it also opens up some uh, possibilities for the you know, some heel turns. You have Drew McIntyre, who's obviously going heel and the, the whole nine of him being upset about it backstage. Who knows? Anyway, the point is lots to do now that Punk is back, quote unquote, home. Sidetrack for that. So I was watching Raw with my wife while she was uh, 
crocheting. And as CM Punk came out to cut his promo, he said, I know I, I always speak my truth. And, and as he's saying these words, I said to my wife, who wasn't even watching, I said, he's going to say he's home. And she goes, what? And I was like, give him a second. He's going to ramble on for a bit, but then he's just going to say, I'm home. And she goes, okay. And she looks back down what she was doing. And, you know, not but maybe 20 seconds later, he's like, I know it's cheesy, but I got these, you know, two words. And blah, blah, blah. I'm home. And I was like, damn it, you wrestlers. You're, none of you are original. <laughs> the, the Rock does it literally every time he comes back. I think John Cena did it a month and a half ago. It's just pick pick a new word. But I mean, whatever. I'm 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 nitpicking. Um I know I said in my original CM Punk episode that I have never been a CM Punk fan, and that's okay. It had nothing to do with him as a person. It had more to do with the fact that I didn't find his wrestling style all that interesting. I didn't grow up watching the indies, so I didn't have a frame of reference for him. I also don't live in Chicago, so I don't have the inherent love for him. He's just one of those wrestlers that kind of passed me by. And I still, to this day, don't understand the hype. The man does cut a good promo. I will give him that. And potentially, he, I mean, he might surprise me with a match. I Again, I I don't remember a match he's ever done. And I, uh, I hope he's still be able to work. I never watched him in AEW. Uh, but I understand the wrestling business a bit, you know, as a fan. And just somebody who, um, you know, kind of thinks about the logistics of the business. And it makes sense for CM Punk to not only be back in WWE, but just for the wrestling business as a whole. If you guys just go back and look at the last maybe six to eight months in professional wrestling, there has been some crazy moves between companies where talent is just moving back and forth and kind of revitalizing rosters with Edge going to AEW, Jade Cargill coming to WWE, Carlito coming back. Uh, Will Ospreay going to uh, AEW. It's just been move after move after move after signing after this after that and it's been exciting. Wrestling hasn't been this uh, like uh, exciting in, a, in a, a good long while in terms of like intercompany stuff happening, right? Like WCW and WWE had their, their thing back in the day where they were trading talent but this, I don't know, it felt different. It felt more not organic, but more surprising. Like it's huge talent that's moving around um, the the wrestling space. So it's really cool. I, I want Matt Cardona to make his way back to um, to WWE. I feel like that would be a huge pop too. But that's that's probably some 2024 stuff. Anyway, we got about three minutes to cover the second part of the topic, which is wrestlers with licensed music. When when uh, CM Punk made his way out during Survivor Series, Cult of Personality obviously started playing. I beautifully sang it at the start of this episode uh, with all accurate lyrics. And it got me thinking, who has the best licensed wrestling theme? Like a, a song that was in the world and they're like, I want that song. And they get you know, their company to pay the licensing fee to have that song play all the time. WWE shelled out cash for Cult of Personality multiple times. AEW did the same thing. I believe AEW paid a bunch of money for Jungle Boy's theme, which I I think it was I think it was Into the Jungle. I can't remember. Again, I don't watch AEW. Um, I remember the first time Christian 
uh, went solo and he got that song, Christian, Christian, at last you're on your own. The first day he did it, I swear to the almighty Bobby Lashley that the song was by Queen. I'm pretty sure they licensed the Queen song for that one time and then they changed the song the next night on Raw. I can't, I mean, I can confirm it, but again, I'm on a podcast just rambling. So if you know of this Queen Christian mashup, let me know in the comments because I can't remember exactly which song it was uh, at the moment. Another one that springs to mind that I don't think many people remember because his current music is so good is Edge. Edge has, in my opinion, the greatest uh, entrance theme of all time. That that uh, that opening riff kicks super hard and 